Welcome to The Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to the top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. Coaches, does it feel like sometimes all you're doing is copying, pasting, nudging, rearranging, and redrawing your playbooks? Get your time back. Designed by a current NFL coach with the same pain points you have, Pro Quick Draw is an incredibly powerful plugin to improve the playbook software you've already got on your computer, Microsoft PowerPoint. We've created buttons, tools, and shortcuts to save you time, keep you organized, and give your playbook presentations, scout cards, and practice scripts a professional look, and created in half the time. We've got over 25 NFL teams using PQD, and we're giving you a chance to use it too with our new affordable price for high school coaches. Try us for 30 days with no strings attached. You'll get a one-on-one video call with a football coach who speaks your language. Plus, you get to keep everything you make during your trial. Visit www.proquickdraw.com to get an impressive 2022 playbook started. All right, Coach Tory. we are week 12, Motivation Monday. I just got off of spring break. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and brag real quick. I know you weren't on spring break, but what a, it was a great staycation for me. Um, it was one of those times where I got to push reset, repause, whatever. Like, I just got to unwind. I uh, had three little track practices. I uh, just had one today, and you know, ready to get back going. We're it's our six weeks of track season is about to hit really hard. So um, anyway, quest toward a championship. But you, on the other hand, didn't have spring break, but you had an amazing experience happen to you, and you shared with me a little bit of it. And I can't wait for our listeners to dive in to what experience you had in about forty-eight hours. Yeah, so I think it's really cool. Like we did our spring break is Easter break up here. Um, we just call it spring break to, you know, hide behind the public facade of we want to honor and respect religion, but at the same time, we're going to honor all religions. Uh, so our spring break is yet to come, and uh, I'm going to have hernia surgery over spring break, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but otherwise, no, this past week, I was invited to Lambeau Field, and I've never been there before. So when people invite you to Lambeau, you go. All right, time it's, out, it, time out. You're, you used to work for the 49ers, and I'm looking at you right now with a Green Bay Packers shirt on, and you went to Lambeau. So, I know, I know, it's, it's, kind, of a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a crazy twist, but it's funny because I'm taking pictures, and uh, one of the things about me being invited, you know, I was like, just so you know, I, they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want to go on the field. I want to go in the locker room. I want to see every part of the stadium. And uh, I'd never been to Lambeau before. And so I'm doing that. And then I'm taking pictures like a middle school girl, right? Like I've got all the selfies going and, and whatever. And uh, I'm just truly enjoying the spirit experience. Like I'm a 10 year old kid again in the, in the Mecca of pro football. And uh, I'm taking a picture of the field and the guy I'm with who works for the Packers, he's like, what's so funny coach Tory?" And I'm like, Oh, see that spot on the field that says divisional round and it doesn't say NFC championship. (laughs) And so, yeah. So anyway, so I got that picture and it's, you know, like 
49ers were of course the reason for that. <laughs> so it's still tattooed on the field. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I just think it's great. It was, you know, we talked about scratch where it itches last week in week 11 and the old Hayden Fry thing of how do you have fun? It doesn't get any more fun than being in a new place with that's historic mm -hmm. that has a lot of nostalgia and I'm not even a Packers fan, right? Like I'm wearing the shirt because I got it, you know, like I'm not like, I'm not a Packers fan. I'm not going to be a Packers fan, but it's Lambeau field. I mean, the clock outside is set on Lombardi time, 15 minutes fast, you know? So, you know, the stories, there's a giant Super Bowl trophy. That's 27 times the actual Lombardi trophy in the atrium. And so there's a photo op, right? Like got to get your picture with the giant uh, Lombardi trophy. And I mean, it's just little things like that. It's like some people geek out over cars or whatever else. For me, it's football stadiums, right? I'll agree with you on that. Like the first time I went inside the Superdome when I was a young kid, like <clears throat> you see it. Do you remember the old Astrodome, uh, the Houston Astros yes. used to play in? Like we got a all-access pass pretty much to that when I was younger. And holy cow, you know, so I'm like you, like people like cars, people like other things, people like amusement parks or whatever. I'm like you, sports stadiums. And if you get like behind the scenes, like I went to Jerry's World and got behind the scenes, that's it for us, right? And so like, again, I, I'm big on nostalgia. I'm a history major. Uh, you know, football is part of history. It's all kind of intertwined together. I mean, I think about this. This stat blows my mind. Uh, I've been to Fenway. I've been to Wrigley Field. Like, there's some really iconic football stadiums and baseball stadiums and in, in the country. But you know what the third oldest baseball stadium is right now in Major League Baseball? Mm. Wrigley? That's, that's the second. So Fenway's the oldest. Wrigley's second. Who's three? I would say the old candlestick part, but it doesn't exist anymore. Gone. It's actually Coors Field. Wow. So think about that. The Rockies didn't even exist as an organization until 93. They have the third oldest ballpark in the majors right now. Amazing. So, so these places, I guess, that are iconic, and Lambeau's one of them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... You have to just, you get this old sense of uh, old time football. You get this feeling all the time when you're there. And uh, so anyway, so Lambeau Field. So it's just like, I just, I appreciate all the history. And, you know, ballparks today work really hard to make it modern, mm. to make it not feel old. But at the same time, it's like, you know that it's old. And it, I really appreciate that you brought up the Superdome because I remember my first Super Bowl was in the Superdome. And so it's kind of you know, in the middle of a bad part in New Orleans, like New Orleans isn't exactly a great city. Uh, sorry, NOLA fans. Like I'll never go back to Bourbon Street. I mean, I've never walked in so much garbage and urine and, and stuff that I have on Bourbon Street, which is cool when you're 21, but not so much when you're 41. Right. And uh, I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, the stadium's kind of old and run down, but yet n New Orleans has hosted more Super Bowls than any other city. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share a, a thought with you about the Superdome. So, and you'll remember this. And I, they played the Niners. So the Saints and the Niners were playing, and they shot fireworks in the dome 
before the game during a pregame show. Well, they get done, and the gondola is on fire. So they have a guy climbing at the top, and he's like beating the fire out, and he gets it and it falls down, and everybody cheers, and guess where it falls? On the turf. And you see a mass of humanity of people like storm the field with ice and water and all that stuff. But that's what I remember about the Saints-Niners game in the Dome when I was younger was the gondola caught on fire. I mean, Vinny Testaverde, I saw him play. I saw Brett Favre play. Like, we went every year with my birthday. So, yeah, I, I know it's in a bad part of town. That's where my dad grew up. That's where all my family's from is that area, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Kenner, Covington, Mandeville, Slidell, all of that. So, I understand. But, yeah, that, I mean – special going to the dome but i know what you're talking about and and let's be honest like that moment when we first had football in the superdome following hurricane katrina in Mm. 2005 2006 i mean it doesn't get any more electric than that so for all the reasons that maybe new orleans is not the greatest football city in the world keeping the superdome is one thing that they've gotten right yeah you know I really think that's why the Saints hadn't won a Super I never thought I'd see the Saints win a Super Bowl. And I was like, "This because the city's cursed. But 2009, look, they can't take 2009 away from us. So, anyway, let's get back on track here. Um, well, you came up with a, a cool idea, and you shared it with me a little bit. And I want to kind of segue before you get into it. Is about a best friend that I that I had, the best man at my wedding. We hadn't talked. We probably don't talk on the phone, but once every three months. But man, if we talk, it's like nothing ever missed. If I see him, like I hadn't seen him in probably two and a half years. He could knock on the front door and, and say, hey, let's go get to have dinner. And nothing, like there would be no awkward silence or anything. And I think your point that you're about to talk about of what happened in this huge experience this weekend at Lambo kind of hits on this. And what you're talking about is the power of relationships. And we're big with that anyway in the classroom, but the power of relationships, and there's a part I'm not going to say, I'm going to let you explain it, but something that can't happen in the relationship, there's something in the relationship that has to keep going in order for that relationship to last so with me saying that and how the relationship is there's something special about the relationship so i'm going to segue straight into that that there's a power in the relationship but you can't have it closed off and i'm gonna leave it up to you to tell the story of what exactly happened this weekend no it's great so uh so i'm at lambeau field and I've never been there before and all these other things and all these emotions, right? Like, like I feel almost like I'm floating as I'm going places just cause I'm excited and whatever. And, um, I mean, we're not even close to football season, but it's the people I'm with that make the experience so awesome. So for example, I'd never met any of these people in person before I have a relationship with some of them, but I've never met them in person. One of them actually works for the Packers in their front office. Another one I met that afternoon, he drove in from five hours away to be part of our group. And then the third is a high school coach in Wisconsin that I've I've done a decent amount of work with. And so because this high school coach is connected to these other guys, 
And because he's connected to me, it's like all of a sudden plug and play and we're ready. And um, I, the lesson I learned at Lambeau going through this, hanging out with these three guys who I'd never met before and being invited and going in into the locker room and going onto the turf and, and going to every part of the stadium, including the highest point in the whole County, which is all the way up by the, by the big jumbotron. And it was windy by the way up there. But the lesson I learned was the relationship boomerang. So full disclosure, two of the guys I was with, uh, one, the one that works for the Packers and the one that drove in from five hours away, they actually played college ball together and hadn't seen each other in 15 years. The other, uh, the coach that I was with, these guys coached this coach when he was in college. So he's about seven or eight years younger than we are. And he played D line in college. And the one who drove in from five hours away, that's his D line coach. So the coach that I have a really good relationship with calls his coach who drives five hours to come have this experience with me and uh, listen to my presentation, listen to me talk, all these kinds of things. And, uh, and then the Packers front office personnel guy, they haven't seen each other in 15 years. And I don't know any of these guys, but I instantly have a relationship with them because of who we are and what we do. Mm -hmm. And I felt after three hours of being in the stadium, going out, hanging out with these guys, we went out to eat afterwards and just, you know, BSing with them and telling stories. We all played college football, not anywhere close to each other. These guys are from Upper Peninsula in Michigan. I'm from a small town in in, uh, Southeast Nebraska. And it's like, we had the same experiences. We talked about how our college coach would order the shorts that we called grays with our number on them, two sizes too small. And so they're Daisy Dukes. You know, Magic Johnson's were probably longer when he was winning championships <laughs> in the Lakers. And then our T-shirt, which also had our number on it, was two sizes too big. So it looks like a dress hanging past your knees. It covers the whole shorts. You can't trade with anybody because it's got your number on it. And it's like, who has these experiences, right? A small college football and then just good dudes and football, the game connects all of us. And so the relationship boomerang is, and it goes back to what you're saying about your best friend and your best man in your wedding. If you have a relationship with people and you never drop the boomerang, right? Like as long as the boomerang's in the air and it doesn't matter if it's in the air for just a few minutes or if it's in the air for, for years or decades, even at this point, as long as you don't let that relationship totally die, the boomerang will always come back. And you fall right back into the groove. And uh, my wife hates when I hang out with my best friends from college because we tell the same stories about the same things and the same events, but it takes us back and we lived it. And so for other people to have similar authentic experiences as what I had in college and other people who love the game of football like I love the game of football, uh, we were able to, it felt like I knew these guys for 20 years, even though I spent about three hours with them. Well, that's, you told me about the relationship boomerang and how it, it just stays in the air. And then I think about relationships that like the boomerang falls and you're like, man, I remember hanging out with that guy in high school. I remember hanging out, but you don't, you sometimes forget their name. You sometimes forget their phone number (laughs) if you don't have it saved. So that's, I think it's really neat that you encompass that way. And it, it, it's something you can think about, like it's a boomerang, you just keep it in the air, you know, and it, 
and you got to think it's a two-way street, right? It, it can be. You know, it doesn't have to be. Maybe it's a one-way street. It doesn't matter. That's what's cool about a boomerang. If someone catches it on the other end before it has a chance to come back to you, awesome. If it doesn't, as long as you keep throwing the boomerang, it's coming back. So I think there's timing involved too. And I'll tell you this story. This is another kind of related, unrelated boomerang story or relationship boomerang uh, is that I went back and forth. I, I had about four drafts of all the things that I experienced in Lambeau field, ready to post on my social media. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause man, this is the stuff people really want to see. They want to see what the bowels of Lambeau field really truly look like, or they want to see like, how does the grass really feel in the corner of the end zone? You know, when I was standing there and uh, I really pushed pause and I stopped myself from posting because those special moments should remain special to me mm. and the people that I'm closest to. So I only shared my experience so far with a few people in my inner circle. You're one of them, of, of course, but um, I really want to keep that private. I feel like it adds more to the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. If it's just private, if only a handful of people have access to that. And one of the people that I shared it with was my old college coach. And uh, I just randomly sent him a text of me standing on Lambeau field. And I said like something like small, small flex here, coach, blah, blah, blah. Like spent the week at Lambeau was invited, that kind of thing. Um, hope you're doing well. And 10 minutes later, I mean, my college coach is 74. So he's an old man and he's retired. Um, and he calls me about 10 minutes later and he goes, John, I'm so great. And he's got this real thick Pennsylvania draw. He's from Western Pennsylvania. Joe Paterno was this hero. He goes, John, geez, gosh, I'm so glad you called. And anyone, anyone who played like you hear Fran Schwank talk like that, <laughs> but I've just been meaning to call you. Like, I'm so glad you reached out. And we text each other or call each other maybe twice or three times a year, usually around the 4th of July sometime. And then usually the holidays we'll exchange Christmas cards. And that's kind of the end of that communication. It's been 25 years since I've played college football. And anyway, Fran calls me and we instantly go back into this conversation. We go back 25 years and and we're back having the player coach relationship. And it's more like father son uh, relationship. And I honor coach Schwank in my book too, but um, his wife died unexpectedly on Thursday. And so he breaks down and he's crying and uh, he's like, I, I, I know I got to get up there to see. Uh, I, I appreciate the call. There's so many times that I wanted to reach out and call. And it hit me like a ton of bricks because I've just had one of the best weeks of my life and he's had the worst. And it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what happens to us doesn't matter. It's more about who it happens with. And I think that's a relationship boomerang. How many of us have, have had coaches that we've fallen out of touch with? Or how many of us have had close people in our lives that made an impact and we never really got to keep that relationship alive? And I guess my point is it's never too late. And also you don't know because in my college coach's case, his wife was diagnosed with cancer and six days later she's dead. Mm. So sometimes you get years, you hope for, for months at least, but handful of days and it can all change. So it was a really powerful week for me really high week for me and a really low week for other people, but the relationship boomerang, uh, just don't let that boomerang drop. Yeah. I go back and I think 
you you know you you spent time with people that you didn't even know you you got to meet Winkler in person who you've never met before and the boomerang that we throw back and forth to each other hopefully we meet in Branson in July right right <laughs> but I just think about well, the boomerang that we throw back and forth I it's mean, funny because I you, you mentioned him now, so the cat's out of the bag for, for my coaching relationship. I, maybe it's not a surprise to people, but it's funny because I'm getting ready to fly out on Tuesday and I'm, I kiss my kids goodbye as they go off to school and I, I get a professional day to fly on the fly on the plane and go travel across the country and do what we do. And uh, my wife goes, are you sure? Are you sure someone's going to be there to pick you up at the airport? And, <laughs> you know, human nature says, well, maybe not, you know, but... Uh, it's kind of like you, you, that 30 seconds of nervousness before your bride enters the room as she's walking yeah. down the aisle, like you hope she's going to show up and boy, this is going to be really awkward if she doesn't. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, that's the relationship piece. And, uh, I feel like with coaching who you are, what your reputation is, that's who your character is. Yeah. And, um, so what other coaches think of you is generally, in fact, I don't think I've ever had an example where someone shared a reputation of a coach with me and they were wrong about it. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, so anyway, the the relationship boomerang and, um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, close the distance, keep the distance. Doesn't matter. Just keep that boomerang in the air. I always talk about life giving life draining. These kind of conversations and experiences are life giving yeah. and, um, yeah, it's all about people. All right, that'll do it for week 12 of Motivation Monday. Stay tuned for next week as Coach Tori and I will bring you another exciting edition of Motivation on a Monday. Culture Classroom is sponsored by Pro Quick Draw, the dynamic playbook solution for modern coaches. Let technology work for you with time-saving features to eliminate the busy work so you can spend more time coaching. Our subscription comes with starter templates, stencils, and plays for you to begin building your 2022 playbook quickly. Give us a try for 30 days and keep all the templates you make during your trial. That's Pro Quick Draw.